listening to the Lounge J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. If you're like me and you're a fan of the far side, and this song is, is Other Fish by the Far Side on the Bizarre Ride to the Far Side album. If you listen, if you listen to the Far Side, and, and that album should have been a five mic album. That's one of the best albums that the West Coast has produced in hip-hop. Me and me and Isaac talk all the time about great hip-hop albums. And I tried, if you if you come into my office on my wall of fame, I tried to find a wax copy of this album. I haven't been able to procure one. But it's funny because Farside, basically the entire Bizarre Ride to the Farside album, they're either talking about getting blazed up, zooted, or they're talking about they're talking about the L's that they took at the hands of the various women that they went to, to high school and college with. But I love this song because because the because they're talking about unlike she keeps on passing me by or they're lamenting the women that they couldn't get. By the time they got to other fish, they're like, nah, man, bleep that. There are other women out there. There are other fish in the sea. I have other options. And that's what I want to talk about briefly. Now, John and April are coming in. Because it's a Wednesday. John and April are gonna be coming in every Wednesday moving forward. But Lance J is the epitome of looking at the world and looking at those that didn't support, that, that doubted, and saying, you know, there are other fish in the sea. I'm not a self-help guru. I'm not Dave Ramsey. I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm not, I'm not telling you how to live your life better. That's not the radio that, that I'm doing or going to be doing. But I've been sharing my personal journey with, with the listeners of this show and things that I've gone through. Things that I've learned, areas of, of growth, areas of opportunity. And one of those, one of those areas recently, I've been I've been talking. I'm mean, getting a lot of positive commentary, a lot of DMs, a lot of calls. People that know me listen to the show called it. Like, Man, I heard, I heard your your take on on such and such. That was really good. We often encumber ourselves with toxic relationships. We often encumber ourselves with relationships where they die over the course of time. So meaning that you you might have been really good friends with someone in college or in grad school, but they went on to have one life. You went on to have another life. Doesn't mean that he was wrong. She was wrong. They were wrong. But you chose one path and they chose the other at the fork in the road. And we hold on to those relationships frequently for many years because they're, they're a part of our DNA. They're, they're a part of the tapestry that, 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 that we are as, as people. And these experiences with our old friends, even our relatives, because relatives are also, there are other fish out there too. These things are interwoven into who we've become. We have, we, it's always, hey man, remember back in 83 
when we went to the Michael Jackson concert. Remember back in 93, we went to the MC Hammer concert. And remember back in 2003, when we went to the Kanye West concert before he was absolute bat bleep crazy. We have these relationships for, for many years and, and we cherish them and, and we appreciate them. But, but one thing that I've learned and I want to talk about they're, they're always, rather it's relationship gurus talking about red, red flags. And I want to talk about a red flag for me, and I think it's a red flag for you, and it's a red flag for pretty much everyone. And we constantly, we have forums and we have all of these people pontificating that you shouldn't be in toxic relationships. Don't be in a relationship with a person that uses drugs. Don't be in a relationship with a person that's verbally abusive, physically abusive. The friend that's toxic and always has drama that's always leaving their kids with you. That's always got a case on them. It's always getting in a fight. It's always fighting with the family. Fighting with their baby mom or baby, baby father or their husband or they can't keep a spouse. I have friends that are, that are just hitting 40 on their third, fourth spouse. So we know that that's overt toxicity. But I wanted to talk about, in my opinion, because we know what's toxic and we make choices if we want to stay in toxic, toxic friendships and relationships. But one thing that I wanted to talk about, and I implore all of my listeners out there on, on, on WOL in D.C., WVOL in Nashville, all of the affiliates, and the podcast globally. Do not tolerate lukewarmness in your circle. I repeat that. Do not tolerate lukewarm people in your circle. We know that we know that the, the toxic person is always cussing someone out, getting into a fight. Just this is like, man, we just we a target, man. We just we're just here to get to, to pick up some popcorn. And you get into a fight. We're just, here to, we're just somewhere to, to get some, some alcohol for night. We're about, to have, we're about to play spades, have a party, watch the movies. You get to a fight in random places with strangers. We know that person needs to be out of our circle. But what I've learned, I had so many people in a circle that I grew up with and went to school with. They didn't hate me. They weren't toxic. They weren't talking about me behind, behind my back. They weren't dissing me. They weren't against me. But I had so many lukewarm people in my circle. And I started kicking all of the lukewarm people out of my circle. And it's funny, lukewarm people will not affirm you. They'll affirm everybody else that's around. They'll run around chasing other people that don't give a bleep about them. But watch for the people that you've been friends with for a long time, people that you went to to high school, college with, people that grew up down the street from you, people that you went to church with, people in your family, as you move forward and matriculate and, and, and master your craft and, and go and raise your children, have family, do things, watch for the people that as you, as you grow, don't cheer. They see you get that new house, they're not cheering. They see you have that third healthy, beautiful baby boy or baby girl, they're not cheering. You lost 20, 30 pounds, you're looking great, they're not cheering. They don't want to affirm you. They don't want to say, hey, I see what you're doing let me encourage you. But there are a lot of people out there that want to keep you in these roles that you had 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. 
and watch out for people that will not affirm you. Because if there's one thing I've learned, people that won't affirm you, they're darn sure going to affirm somebody else. Because it's human nature to affirm the people that we love, the people that we cherish, the people that we look up to, the people that send chills up and down our spine. People will find a way to affirm those individuals. And if you're not that individual and you have a friend or friends or relatives or coworkers, because the person has led large teams of people, affirmation is just as important in the office as it is in the home. And if somebody won't affirm you, you've known that person for many years, you've affirmed them, you've supported them, you're on their front row. When they lose loved ones, you're sitting next to them. When they get a master's, you're there in the crowd cheering. When they get an award for their work, you're in the crowd cheering. You're trying to put them on. If you have a connect that can help their career, you're immediately calling them and saying, hey, I have a plug. How can we do business? But think about, think about your friends. Think about people you hang out. If you have friends that never, that never plug you in, that never affirm you, that never say, hey, you know, I know somebody that knows somebody that can help you to get to the next level. Or to say, hey, I'm, I see what you're doing. I'm proud of you. And they make excuses. Just like I said a few weeks ago, if you have, if you have friends, you're the smartest person in the circle. You're the most driven in the person in the circle. You're the most spiritual person in the circle. You need to find a new circle. And if you have friends that will not affirm you, that are perpetually refusing to tell you that you're great, that I appreciate you, that I love you, that I respect you, you need to run from those people as far and fast as you could possibly run. They'll make excuses. But it's 2021, almost 2022. There, there, there are no excuses. People that don't affirm you do it deliberately because they don't think that highly of you. Get out of your feelings. Realize that there are people in your family, people in your circle, people that you went to school with, people that you work with. They don't respect you. They don't think that highly of you. And it shows in the way that they treat you. So in, in Revelations, I'm putting on my son of a pastor hat. It talks about Laodicea. It talks about... It talks about how Christians at the end of the world are lukewarm. And that God is angry because you're not or whole, you're not hot or cold. You're lukewarm. And the Bible literally says, I have to vomit you out of my mouth. Even God hates the concept of people who are lukewarm on him. Lance J Show. I ain't snitching on nobody from Harlem, man. I give you a couple cats down in D.C. doing their thing, out of town doing their thing, but um, I'm not snitching on nobody in Harlem because when I come home, I'm still going to be the king. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. We begin searching for ways to not only feed, not only bridge the access to food, but how can we fight disease? Quite naturally, that required, it was a must that we figure out how to get fresh produce, crisp greens, leafy greens, and fruits and herbs and vegetables directly to the front door of those families that needed it the most. And so we finally come out with a solution and we call that Full Cart Fresh. We have teamed up with some of 
the, the greatest people in America are American farmers. And through working with a collaborative of farmers across multiple states, we have created Full Cart Fresh. So imagine this, you're at a farm, the produce is picked and prepared, and it's boxed in a Full Cart Fresh box at the farm. And then through our shipping and logistics uh, program, we ship directly from the farm, directly to the front door of the most vulnerable families in America. We have got families and seniors and children around the country who are hungry and as well as hungry are really managing and coping with serious illnesses and diseases. So come along, help us. Help feeding children everywhere through our Full Cart program and the launch of our new Full Cart Fresh. Help those families in need. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. You know what? I didn't tell you this, Slants. I went to Hampton. What? What? Yeah, I went to Hampton U. You went to Hampton? Yep. Man, you, we've been doing a show together for a whole year. You just pull it out that you went to Hampton? I never went to class. I was just oh, partying. So you, so you enrolled at Hampton? James Lewis. You didn't I actually, enrolled at Hampton. You didn't actually go to Hampton. Well, I had a couple of good friends. They all went to Hampton, but and I was just sleeping on their couch, so... Man. I went to some of the classes. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, seven studios. studios. Just between Welcome to Just John and April. The Relationship Podcast, your place to level up your intimacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lance J Radio Network. Excited to be here again. So, can you believe it is Thanksgiving already? I really can't. This is crazy. It came so fast. Well, first of all, the reason why I can't believe it is because once Thanksgiving hits, it's like the year that is ending. Oh, it's rapid I mean, fire. it's about it's to be it. Fire. You know what I'm saying? Christmas is already over. <laughs> you want Thanksgiving break <laughs> right now. Christmas is actually done. It's done. Already. <laughs> We're done. Even We're not even at Thanksgiving. It's Christmas is done. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's so, crazy. so let me ask you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what do you think about people who, you know, during this time of year, especially Thanksgiving, because I think that's when you kind of... You meet up with family during Thanksgiving time. Yes. You know, you have big dinners and all that stuff. Yes. How do you feel? How many people do you think has to deal with outlaws? I think most people. Not are, in-laws, but yeah, outlaws. I think most people are dealing with crazy <laughs> in-law situations. You think so? I, I, th- I think you most. You think more than none? Yes. I think more people than none are actually having anxiety around the holidays. Wow. Definitely. I agree. I have no I actual agree. data to back it up, but from I'm what, just saying. From what people tell us. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, wow. This is all anecdotal the, the, evidence. The amount of anxiety medication that's taken during the holidays. Uh, it's got to be higher. Oh, it is. I guarantee. Matter of fact, I should look that up. You should look it up. Because I, I guarantee. It's got to be. That the anxiety medication. The prescriptions is, are the through prescriptions the roof. The prescriptions are through the roof during the holidays. <laughs> because, you know, think about it. You, you have to deal with sometimes in-laws that just really are nuts. And when you're with them, it, it causes so many different things. So many things happen. Your spouse probably changes right. and acts differently. Right. So that's my thing. Your it's partner's not, not the same. To me, that's the thing. It's not about your your, your in-laws it necessarily being though. nuts. It, it, is is. it is It is. It is. But I think more people deal with 
the change that happens to their spouse when yes. their spouse's parents come to town. They get back with the mom and dad. They yeah. go back to that yeah. spoiled, rotten child and that the, used and to you, be in the house. And then you end up getting neglected. You know what I'm saying? This is your you house, neglected. and now you can't get no word Listen. in edgewise. You know what I'm saying? And all kind of stuff. It sounds like you're speaking by, from experience. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm just saying. Now, now, a little I, bit. A little bit. I, I actually love. I actually love my mother. And mother in love. By the way, you know I hate that. I do I don't too. Know why I, why I did you say so that? I just, why did you say that? I don't that just know now? why. I hate it. I hate saying mother in love. <laughs> but it's a mama. I, yeah. I love. I love my mom and I love my mama. I love my but mama and I love my mom. I will I be love honest. Daddy and dad. Yes, I do yes. too. I will be honest though. I call it daddy pop. But anyway, <laughs> I'll be a hundred percent honest. When my mom mm-hmm. and you are together, and then it's even worse when your mom's there too. <laughs> I can't. I shouldn't be You're in the totally room. Totally ignored. I cannot get a word in oh. edgewise. And here's the thing, though. I love seeing you enjoying yourself like that. Okay. I really do. So that's not really a. It's great. It's not the a. Same it's kind not, of situation. It isn't. I don't have you to know. take anxiety. Yeah. Make well, you know, when, when you're with your dad and brother, though, I can't get a word. You say that all the time. You and, say. And, you say. I just be ignoring the school oh, body. What? You. <laughs> Ignore the school. And again, I just. You know, I'm like, you know what? He's with his dad and brother. Right, I'm right. good. This and is not the time for me. I'm yeah, just, I'm but just I'm adjusting, talking really. about when you get together and the person treats you differently yes. in a negative way. I actually feel bad because, for those people. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a whole different story. But it that's is. not what we're talking about today, is it? It's not. I actually have a story again today yes, that I think is I'm interesting. I'm excited about this story. You ready? <laughs> yes. Okay, so you already know who Kim Kardashian West is. Who is that? Kim Kardashian no, is a very no famous person. I think you do. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Kardashian used to be married to Kanye West. She who, still who is. Who is he? Uh, yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> he's still, he's st- she's still Kim Kardashian. Kardashian West. Yes, she is. Right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she's dating this dude, Pete Davidson. Pete is from Saturday Night Live. No, Pete, it, Pete really looks weird to me. He does look weird. But he's a weird looking he dude. He seems he's really, really cool. He's really funny. No, I really and like him. He seems cool as ice. But he's a weird looking dude. He is weird. You're right. <laughs> anyway, so apparently, they're dating. They, yes. they were seen recently holding hands. Right. And so it's like a kind of a big deal. Right, right. And, you know, these paparazzi pick up on everything. Somebody got a full body shot of Kim. Mm-hmm. And when they did, they noticed her footwear. Okay. Which Guess was? what she was wearing? Was she's she holding hands with her new boyfriend, and she's wearing Yeezys. What? Now, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> Yeezys no, are, she didn't. are Kanye West's shoes that she he has lied. a whole yeah. line of shoes, and she's wearing- well, Her new boo. Her new boo, wearing her old man's shoes. <laughs> So here's my question, and this is what I want to know, like yeah. dead serious. Now, yeah, first yeah. of all, I was going to read some of it, but who cares? That's that's the story right there. Yeah, that's the story. Here's what I want to know. Is that a big deal? Like, like should, well, first of all, if Pete is actually dating her, they're holding hands, I mean, they're so holding maybe they're hands. dating, right? I mean, do friends do that? I, I, don't I, I don't think so. I don't know. Unless if, you're five. If, if you're Pete, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the question is, are you insecure in that situation because your new girl is wearing her ex-man's shoes? You're asking me. I'm asking my new you. Girl? I, sorry, that's, you, you know what I meant. <laughs> all I'm saying I is, I'm joking, I'm all I'm saying is, should Pete feel some kind of way about that? Mm. Like, do you think he should say something? Should he be like, yo, yo? I mean, you can wear anything you want, but yo, you can't wear your old man's shoes. Wow. <laughs> you know, I guess, I guess the whole, you know, she might be getting a piece of that though. Like, like you mean. You mean she may be getting residuals off of that? Like exactly. she may be getting paid. She off may of be those getting shoes. paid off those shoes. That's a possibility. So if she getting paid off those shoes. I mean, you know, if you she can't, has some kind of royalty deal yeah, or something like that, those could be a piece of her shoes. <laughs> that's possible. So if that's the case, you know, um, if it's not the case, I would just say, you know, if he's insecure, I think that would be a big deal. Um, and then I'm like, I'm not sure if it has to do with insecurity, and that's it. You know, it could just be that. 
maybe you don't need to be wearing those. You moved on. Like, why mm. are you wearing your old man's shoes? Mm. I don't know. It's like, it and she's you... not poor. She can wear any shoes she wants. She and I'm sure there's there some other, other now, shoes out no, there. No, no, no. I have heard though. I don't have any because mm-hmm. I can't afford them. Yes. But I've heard Yeezys are mad comfortable. Yes, I've heard. I've heard thing. they're like the most comfortable thing yes. in the world. So maybe she and got they the have to be because I don't like the way they look. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there must be some reason why people are wearing them joints besides the fact that they're you know eight hundred dollars. Right. You know it's got to be also that they're I think comfortable. They're more than that. Yeah, well, the cheap ones are. I'm right. talking about the ones I would be close oh, okay. to being able to okay. afford. I they're see. like seven hundred. Yeah. <laughs> But um, my, my point know. is, should he care? Know. Should he make a big deal about it? You know what I'm saying? Know. What, what's what's the rule there? There's okay, got to be me, some kind of relationship put, rule on that. Let me put my feet in 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 her in, in her, her Yeezys. Shoes, in her Yeezys. <laughs> let me put my feet in her Yeezys. Um, I would say it ain't that deep, right? If I have my my feet in her Yeezys, yes. I would say it's not that deep. But if you had your foot in her Yeezys, <laughs> I would say uh, I might feel some, some kind of way. way. Okay, now let me I say this. I might feel some kind of way. Let me add a little bit of a of a, a curveball, in okay. my opinion. All right. I think everybody would agree, mm-hmm. based on what you just said to start the show, that in this particular case, mm-hmm. Pete has dated up. Oh, yeah. In other words. I would say so. In other words. I haven't seen Pete with anybody. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying the fact is with Kim. I'm not saying he hasn't been. I'm just saying it hasn't been big enough for him to correct. for it to be on. Correct. You know. So how do we time. factor that in? Because if if the person that I'm dating is someone that everybody agrees I probably shouldn't have been able to to, to, to pull to pull yeah. right. Yeah. Then maybe I allow her to do something that makes me uncomfortable, but I'm scared to lose her, so I don't say nothing. That's, that, maybe I'm like, that, okay, she can wear whatever she wants to wear. You know what I'm saying? That's what I would tell Pete. To do. <laughs> Pete. Let her wear the Yeezys. Go ahead and let her wear the Yeezys. But I do think that happens, though. I do think, you're right, that sometimes people allow stuff to happen in relationships because they feel like they they married or they dated up. And so they're not going to try to rough any feathers because this is is just way too big for me to to even make a big deal about. Exactly. Okay, but let's talk about... Little old measly us, okay. you know uh, the low li- the, the, one, the ones the that can't lives. afford Yeezys. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> what do you call them? The peasants. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. What do you think about regular relationships? Okay. What What are the rules now? What are the rules on now? What we can do right. and not do with past relationships? Exactly. So let me give you some examples. Okay, so let's please. say you know I have a picture of me and my ex mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. nearby, mm-hmm. and every so often you open that drawer and you see it. I'm so glad you said this. Why is that you know the why? case? <laughs> because because this is a real thing in our relationship. That's true. So here's what happened, guys, just in case you want to know. Mm-hmm. So when I first started dating April, I used to go visit her at her house, at her parents' house in Atlanta. Though. It wasn't her, but it was it was somebody, right? Yeah. I get to the house. I've been dating April now for probably a year. And up on their mantle is a picture of April and her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> And I'm like, what my is mom, this? My mom really liked him. Yeah. So I asked April about it. I said, yo, why is home dude still up here with you? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, and you I know, she like, really liked him. It ain't even that deep. It's I said, I said you know like, what? what you... It really isn't. I don't even care. I mean, I just asked the question once and moved but on. But did it bother you? It actually didn't. Let me say now, this. Now, what if I had it let, up in my, in, my, in my room, in my dorm room? Uh, that would be problematic. Okay. Because I'd be wondering now, is she putting up pictures of old dudes as like trophies or something? Like, I, I wouldn't know how, what to even make of that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. But here's the thing. With, with that situation, when I looked at that, I actually had to take a double take. I, mm. I looked, I was like, wait a minute. 
That ain't me. Wow. <laughs> Who's that guy? Okay. And see, I'm saying, I'm saying, it wasn't like we had just started dating. I've been with you for like a year. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you had come to my parents' house multiple times. Correct. But, yeah. but honestly, keeping pictures, I would say that's probably a no-no. Unless, really? Yes. What do you uh, displaying mean? them, stuff like that. Because, well, because displaying them, yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I definitely agree that you should not display them anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, if they're in a box somewhere. Oh, who cares? You, know, you got to have them in a box no for memories. Deal. So yeah. I can bring out how hideous I got, your I got, ex-girlfriends were. Yes, I got I got an old <laughs> box of ex-girlfriends in a, in a thing somewhere that I haven't seen. I don't even know where it is. Uh, so I can prove to other people that you did not have good taste back in the day. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did what I could. I'm just, I'm just joking. Anyway, well, go ahead. Not really. Not really. But anyway, <laughs> what about when I? What about if I'm rocking gifts from an ex? So like your ex boyfriend gave you like a shirt, a pair and, of you st- and you still or, wear them or something or like that. Or a shirt or something, you know. Okay. A purse it depends, so it, is, so it depends on know. what it is. If it's Jordans, that's okay. But you know how I feel about Jordans, so I okay. wouldn't have a problem with that. Uh, if it's a, uh, you know what? Honestly, you wouldn't care. I don't think I care. If it's tight, if it's dope, I would say psh, keep doing it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But but I know a lot of people that have a problem with that. I don't that. know. If if let's say your ex bought you a wallet mm-hmm. and you continue to use that wallet mm-hmm. or a watch, mm-hmm. I don't know. Every time I see it, I might feel some kind of way. So this is the thing. I, let, me be, let me be more honest with you, more transparent. Okay. If I'm being honest, I've never felt threatened by anybody that you dated. Mm. So that's probably coloring this. Yeah. If you had a I've bo- never I've never felt threatened either. Correct. If you had a boyfriend that I thought you really liked, that maybe uh, resembled me or was better than me at something or something like that, I mm-hmm. might feel some kind of way about you keeping anything from him. Okay. So I'm gonna just be honest. Yeah, that's true. But but I, but putting but but being but being real about how things were in my yeah. own life, I yeah. just never cared about any of that stuff because I was never really right, 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 anyway. right. Okay, what about if I still called or texted? Let's get a little deeper now. Okay, uh, somebody is still calling or texting their ex. You know, nothing's happening, but I'm like checking on, hey, how you doing? Just checking on you. Right. They're doing that to me. So I would would only say it's okay in one case. Okay. That is if after you broke up with your ex, you guys ended up being friends and then your ex was also friends with me. Okay. So if he if he's not also friends with me and acknowledging that we're together and respecting that, then nah. Yeah, I I agree. That's really important because I feel like, you know, if you're not respecting my new relationship, the person I'm with now then you're not really trying to be friends. Right. You're trying. You can't you, be. You can't be. No way. So I agree. If that's the case, I would say, but I also would say, you know, just let that go. Right. You don't need to call me and check on me. No, that do. Move on, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. What about keeping in contact with your ex's family members? That probably is a little bit you different. Know, so let's say you were really. Birthdays, you go into their birthday parties, you want to, you know, oh, you calling them all that now. for holidays. Now, if it's something you little like s- you just calling them, that's no big deal to me. But if you go into their birthday parties, I'm like, come on, man. You are listening to the Lunch J Radio Network. James Lewis. Shout out to all them guys, man. Rashid Wallace, you know, you know, Katino Mobley, you know, um, Sean Red Smith, Terrell Stokes, you know, all of those guys. A lot of them are um, Philadelphia legends when it comes mm-hmm. to the basketball. Right. You know, but I drop real numbers on them. <laughs> <laughs> so what would that make me? <laughs> 
Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. Are you jamming people up? Are you crossing people up? All of that. Are you? Or is all of the above? Yeah, I was. I was um, similar to Iverson. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It feels so good to be cared for. Back up now, just a little more. The feeling someone's always there, just to show how much they care. The feeling you're not alone. Now she's a part of your home, with so much to protect each day. Caring goes along. 